0: What's up, y'all? Jason's Journal, 7.45 a.m. at Orange Blossom Review, the most wonderful festival in Florida, here in Lake Wales, Florida. It is a foggy but beautiful morning, and I'm going to try something new right now. I I do Jason's Journals in written form, and so uh, let me give you some context for those of you who might be new to the show. The Marinade is a free-flowing conversation about the creative process with creative people, we talk to musicians, actors, authors, visual artists, anyone who makes stuff to talk about how and why we make things. And a lot of times we get really fortunate in that we are able to go on site to interview artists or we are invited to cover festivals. So this is the third year in a row that we've covered Orange Blossom Review. If you ever have a chance, it's a wonderful food and music festival here in the middle of florida in lake Wales, florida the wood brothers the wonderful wood brothers curate the lineup the at least they have the last couple of years and uh it's a killer fucking lineup this year so what i wanted to do is on this jason's journal which is just sort of my thoughts the next day about what i witnessed and experienced is tell you about day one. Uh, this is Saturday morning, and it's December 2nd. We started uh, yesterday on the 1st, on Friday. And it was just an awesome day, y'all. Um, my dear friend and collaborator, Jen Ross, picked me up in Orlando. And we drove here. And it started out as, like, an adventure in itself, right? The journey is part of the whole deal. Um, Jen and I always have a great time covering these festivals and my anxiety brain on the way here was all excited about everything. And then just all of a sudden realized I I didn't pack a belt. So we went to a Walmart just outside of Lake Wales and we'd been lost in conversation, you know, talking about adult shit, money and whatever, relationships, all that kind of stuff. And we get to this Walmart and it was like, all of a sudden we were, we had been in our little box of her Subaru, just talking about our lives, not really noticing the world around us. And then we get to this Walmart and it's kind of in the middle of nowhere. I mean, 27 is kind of a weird road, right? So U S 27 runs right through Florida and you, you, there's not really anything there except for gas stations and Walmarts, but there's a fuck ton of cars and people are just i mean it's a pretty significant artery through florida and when we get to this walmart the fucking parking lot is packed and everyone's of course driving like an idiot we were of course perfect but everyone's <laughs> driving like an idiot and we finally find a spot we get in there and this place it's like two o'clock on a friday huge walmart supercenter and just slammed with people. I mean, hard to move in this giant Walmart. There's so many people. Every single cashier had a huge line. Self-checkout had a huge line. Um, And I just needed a damn belt because I wasn't about to go through the weekend walking around pulling up my pants. So we find the belt section, which looks like sort of a leather bowl of spaghetti. And I eventually find one that Will be serviceable for the weekend and fit my skinny waist, and um, loudly proclaim that I will not go through self-checkout because I'm not an employee of Walmart. If they're gonna pay me or give me a discount, fine. But I'm gonna somebody's gonna ring me up, and then we get to the line, and there's just like I'm telling I'm telling you people everywhere. There's a huge line at the ATM. People are getting, I mean, a line. Like, When's the last time you saw a significant line at the ATM? And then these huge lines of people that look like they're buying hurricane supplies, like survival-type supplies. And so, of course, I relent and go to the self-checkout. We go outside, and in this Walmart parking lot, y'all, maybe you've experienced this kind of thing. This is my first time, and it totally freaked me out. There was a drone in the parking lot, I guess, checking for shoplifters or something. But like ominously, this drone is like lifting up as we're pulling out and almost like it's about to shoot a laser beam at us or something. And we just kind of looked at each other like, did we miss the apocalypse? Like, what the fuck is going on right now? Are we like, are we driving into the end of the world and just didn't realize it? Well, it turns out the world was not ending. In fact, it's quite beautiful, and uh, I just want to give you some some quick hits from a day one that was nothing short of magical. If you all haven't listened to Harper O'Neill, go as soon as this is over. And listen to Harper O'Neill. She is a singer and songwriter, just the coolest vibe. She came out in this orange jumpsuit, this like super badass jumpsuit. And uh, I heard someone from the sound booth even say, kind of kind of call out that jumpsuit's badass. She has this sort of I don't I don't use this white uh, lightly, this sort of Joplin-esque wail about her and kind of vibe too, you know, in the in that 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 kind of cool. Um, the, the, the festival this year, so she's leading off the day. In the past, I, if I'm not mistaken, you could bring your chair, like, kind of closer up front. And they kind of had, a like, a chair line. So it's a big open field. It's a very intimate festival. But it's there's an open field in this park with a stage. And then you can – you used to be able to bring your chairs up pretty close – and now they have kind of a line you can't go past. So if you want to come up front, you better be ready to stand and dance. And it adds a totally different vibe. Um, and as she started playing, people were kind of filing in, even though more so than most festivals I've ever been to, people were here and ready to go early. Um, there was a huge line to get in right at the gate. And uh, and when she, by the time she went on, there were uh, a ton of people already up front she's got these she had these like white heart-shaped sunglasses on real groovy kind of country leaning but I I wouldn't I wouldn't necessarily pigeonhole uh, Harper O'Neill as country by any means but uh, just a cool set great voice very good band absolutely fantastic way to kick off a festival and the vibes were just already i mean that's and that's this place like the vibes were already uh happy and uh, joyful and uh, laid back and just celebratory right and so really uh, you know again kudos to everybody at the festival and, and the wood brothers for the curating of this and I don't know who makes the lineup choice or the uh, the scheduling choices, but Harper O'Neill was a, a perfect way to start things off. And especially because up next was Molly fucking Tuttle. Right. So you're talking about powerhouse right behind her and uh, not an easy slot, but she lived up to it. And then Molly came on. Y'all, Molly Tuttle is a special performer there are a couple things that really stood out to me about the performance so one was just the the way that the that the set built kind of you know molly's known for i mean she's one of the best guitar players in bluegrass she's one guitar player of the year at the bluegrass association awards i think twice and um is you know renowned for her guitar playing well she kind of came out just sort of they were you know it's a bluegrass band like guitar doesn't have to necessarily lead and it was just sort of this nice build where she wasn't necessarily like she wasn't showing off at first she's just kind of Easing us into things, right and and, and, I, and there's, there's a tension building because it's Molly Tuttle, you know, so you know it's going to be sp- like really special. And it was great at, at the front, but still there's this tension building and tension building and tension building. And she built all the way up to a moment where she shared the fact that she has alopecia, which is fairly well documented, but she shared sharing it on stage the way she did and to say, that she had come to a place in her life at some point where she accepted it as like a part of who she is and then she took off her wig and then and, and and the crowd was so supportive and like absolutely loved every moment of this I mean she had whipped us into like a frenzy by this point and then she started showing off those those guitar skills on a different level um, it was it's just such a cool set I mean I'm getting chills thinking about it and how the crowd reacted there were some really cool moments um the band covered uh, white rabbit and that was a it just made it their own um they played orange blossom special here at orange blossom review and brought out jason carter of del mccurry band and the Travel mccurry's fame um just a i mean a heater of a rendition of uh of both of those songs plus her own wonderful writing and and, and playing uh, I've rarely seen a set recently that was quite so well uh, handled in terms of showmanship. I mean, she was just she was completely in control of that crowd, and uh, I, I, again, in awe of of what she's able to do, and and how she handles herself. They brought out John O'Ricks from uh, the Wood Brothers as well. Uh, just a, I mean those festival kind of moments where there's these really cool collaborations and these uh, spontaneous feeling um, collaborations and, and moments. That's what that set was. Uh, and and then we got the Wood Brothers, who, you know, I don't know how many times I've seen the Wood Brothers at this point. I think the first time I saw them was at Spirit of the Swanee Music Park, maybe Spring Fest a few years ago, 2015 or 16, something like that and I've seen them many times since including the last three years here at Orange Blossom Review and they just get better I mean, they've been doing it a long, long time I've had the great pleasure of uh, interviewing Oliver Wood a couple of times and including early on in the marinade, if you go back in the archives there's episode uh, four, five very early on was Oliver Wood which I do not take for granted that was an an incredible uh, get any time, but especially that early. And there were a lot of highlights to to this set. And one of the things that I loved about, and I love about this festival in general, is I mean, it was over by nine forty-five last night. Like it's seven forty-five in the morning now. I guess we're at eight o'clock, and I feel great. So that's that's my kind of festival, y'all. <laughs> like three to ten, you know, that's a that's a pretty manageable uh, that's a pretty manageable day. And so, you know, you're still, by the time the headliner comes on at some festivals, you're exhausted. You know, you're like digging deep just to stay up and pay attention. Whereas here, even today, Saturday, because the musicals start at like 1.30 today. Even today, by the time we get to the end of the day, which is uh, the headliner today is J.J. Gray and Mofro, I'll still have energy left. I mean, be more tired today. Sun will be out. It'll drain me a little bit. A lot of work to do got a really cool interview lined up um so yeah i'll be more tired than than maybe i am right now but i love that about this festival that it's over early and that allowed me to be in be present when the wood brothers had some really special moments so for example they all uh stood around one mic uh, the three of them chris wood oliver wood john O'Rix, and sang their kind of, maybe their most well-known song, The Luckiest Man. And then they brought out Molly Tuttle and Golden Highway. And the whole band, all three of the Wood Brothers, plus Molly's entire bluegrass band, sat around one mic and jammed. It was such a special moment. Um, And then, of course, the Wood Brothers went on to play another... I don't know, probably hour of their just beautiful, special, unique music and capped off the night in spectacular fashion. So we went back to the campsite after that, had a couple of drinks and kind of recapped the night and hung out. A lot of friends are here. Um, You know, it's one of those kind of festivals where you sort of run into folks uh, ran into all kinds of folks last night, from from all all over the place, and just a special a special <laughs> a special a special fellowship here at Orange Blossom Review. I hope y'all enjoyed this Jason's Journal. If uh, if you've never listened to us before, check out 170 plus episodes of the Marinade with Jason Earl, where we dive deep on the creative process with creative people we also have a patreon marinade patreon.com slash marinade podcast where you can support the show financially or you can venmo or paypal us we really appreciate that it's just at the marinade over there on the patreon we have patreon exclusive content like uh, our show jason's journey where i talk about the moments that shape my creative life And provide a window into the process of making the marinade. We also have what we're getting down on, which is an awesome conversation. One of the the highlights of every week for every month for me is sitting down with my dear friend Peter Haroldson to talk about the art that has us inspired at the moment. And I'm gonna try. If you like this, I'm gonna try to do more of this kind of thing. So please send us a message, leave a comment, share this. Like it. Make sure you subscribe on your podcast app, and let us know if you enjoyed this Jason's Journal. Um, it was fun to do. I'm just sitting here, kind of in the media area, um, backstage. They really take care of media here, uh, which I greatly appreciate. Nobody's up yet. Nobody's really stirring uh, around here, at least. Camp the campground started to get a little bit. You know, people starting to mill about and that kind of thing. But um, I'm definitely open to doing more of this kind of thing if y'all dig it all right until next time go out and create something cheers y'all